Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to Healing Wisdom Radio. I am Marie Georgiopoulos, the owner and creator of Heart Transformations, and I'm an intuitive counselor, a divine messenger, a spiritual mentor or teacher, and and I'm also the author of an upcoming book entitled From Wounded, Wounded to Awakened. I also have an extensive background in energy healing, so it's also my purpose to serve as a healer. I work primarily with individuals who are interested in spiritually awakening and in healing or transcending any core lifetime issues that they've been struggling with. And of course, as a divine messenger and intuitive counselor, It's my gift to be able to see what is happening in your lives from your soul's perspective and the perspective of your angels and your spiritual guides so that you can make decisions from a higher place of understanding. Ultimately, of course, the goal is for you to be able to unlock that fertile resource of your soul's wisdom and to begin to understand your own blind spots and habits that keep you from living a full, happy life. So just briefly for those of you who are new to my show, I started on this journey many years ago when I was suffering from chronic illnesses and emotional issues that led to chronic fatigue and a lot of unhappiness in my life. I had sinusitis and Um, asthma that was becoming very debilitating. And of course, having experienced emotional, some physical and sexual abuse as a child, I had a great deal of inner work to do around my core issues. When all the Western medicine that they were feeding me was no longer helping me, all the steroids and the antibiotics and so on and so forth, plus um, even operations, I, I knew deep inside myself that there had to be another way and that I had to try something else. And I felt that it was important for me because, A, my, my mother died very young of cancer and my sister also died very young from immune diseases. She was five years younger than me. My father, of course, had diabetes and he was also an alcoholic and we came from many, um, you know, many people in our family who had alcoholism. And I had my own struggle with certain types of addictions and perfectionism and things of this nature. But when I was going through these chronic illnesses and really needing to change my direction, there was something deep inside of me that was pulling me towards a different route, a different way. And so I started my path on naturopathy, really cleaning my body, getting my physical body back into shape, and then homeopathy, which works with many of the subtle bodies as well as the emotional energy surrounding your issues. And then from there, I was led into Reiki and studied that all the way up into the master teacher level. 
And during this time, I began to be like a kid, uh, kid in a candy store, you know, just looking and seeking for more healing things, more healing modalities, and I studied many of them. I also studied metaphysical uh, studies and learned about the laws of creation and how I was getting what I was getting. And all along the way, I was opening up to my heart and my guidance until eventually I realized my soul gifts and talents and took the leap of faith to follow my purpose. So I am so happy and grateful today to have you all here listening to the show, and I thank you so much for coming on live today and listening back to the show as well, as you can come back and download any of my shows off of the FMNK Block Talk Radio page. Today, I will be sharing with you the wisdom of the heart space and how to awaken the heart. We'll also be doing an invocation to clear the heart wall, or what I call the protective heart. And of course, I'll be opening the lines today to any callers wanting guidance from their angels and spirit guides, and of course, mine are here to assist as well. So please feel free to ask any question that is weighing heavily on your heart or any question you have about the struggles in your life that keep you from loving yourself. So that call-in number is 327-347-9995. Again, that's 327-347-9995. If you are on the Internet page, you'll see it there on that page above, above the video screen. Dial 1 if you want to be in the message queue, meaning um, you know you have a question and I'll get to you when it's the appropriate time. So call in now if you want to be intuitively guided. Um, first come, first serve. I try to get to as many people as I can. And if you want to just sit and listen and receive, that's beautiful too. I hope that the wisdom that I will share with you today will help you in your journey of healing and awakening to the love that is truly you, the true you. So let's get started now on the content of the show. It's the story, right? So, you know, what holds us back? What holds us back from opening up to our heart and awakening to the wisdom within? Always going to be the story that we have about ourselves and the story that we have about others. So we have to really begin to tell another story. Most of us know that what we think, feel, and believe becomes our reality, especially what we feel and believe. And a belief is really only a thought that we've thought over and over and over again until it becomes a belief. In this paradigm and truth, you know, where we know that what we think, feel, and believe becomes our reality, there really are no victims. If you don't know about the laws of creation, I do highly recommend that you study them or you work with a spiritual mentor like myself to assist you in gaining clarity on how you keep getting what you're getting in your life, how to overcome your core lifetime issues, how to move past the emotions, and into that new story that you truly want to embrace as a soul and how to create something different in your life. 
But first, let's move on to some essential truths, right? You are a love being at the core of your essence, and you are always, always worthy. No matter what anyone told you about yourself or what you experience in your life, this is sublime truth. No one can take this truth away from you but you. So this is why forgiveness is so important. And forgiveness will always fall under the domain of the heart center. And it's key to awakening to new beginnings and possibilities and potentials for love to flourish again in your life. I had to move through forgiveness as a soul in order to realize the potential to love again. I use the radical forgiveness process. Um, you can actually look this up online. There are people who are uh, practitioners of this. I used a practitioner to help me through my forgiveness. There's also the 40-day forgiveness prayer, which uh, you can find online as well. It was developed by the uh, ARE Foundation and by Edgar Casey, who was a well-known prophet. And I also worked with God in my Akashic Records and did forgiveness work there as well. So forgiveness is a gift that you bestow upon yourself. Of course, it is a gift for others, but mostly it is for you. If you've been hurt in your life and you're finding it hard to forgive others, then please get some help with this. Unforgiveness can actually close down your heart chakra and that center, and it is a psychic center. So oftentimes when we are hurt in our life, we build this protective wall around our heart. It's a hardened shell that keeps love emanating outward and being received inward. We do this to keep ourselves safe. But this is a false sense of safety. Our hearts are meant to guide us, teach us to love in a way that is unconditional. Our heart is our center of our soul's desires for us. Life is really a playground filled with wonder. And we are meant to play in it with love and acceptance of self. But you have to first start with letting go of the past. And we can do this through forgiveness work, but we can also do this through seeing the broader perspective of what unfolded in our life. I had to understand that the people who hurt me were also hurting inside. They were filled with anger, shame, blame, and illness. They were not happy. They were not following their soul's vision for them. They were not in alignment with their truest selves. But they needed to move through those emotions and they needed to find their path in their own way. All of their anger that they shared with me, all of their, you know, um, abuse, that we can say, that I attracted to myself through my own fear, too. But all of that came because I wasn't feeling worthy. I wasn't shown that on my path. I had to learn that 
by the contrast. So why did I choose this family as a soul? You know, drop down into a family that had alcoholism and illness and dysfunction and codependency. I chose it so that I could learn fast, so that I could begin to be shooting out these sort of rockets of subconscious desire by all the contrast that was being shown to me. Because as we're birthed into this world, we are fully autonomous. We know our wisdom. We are connected to it. But of course, we're also sponges, absorbing into our subconscious mind everything in our environment. And therefore, we as beings, as delightful, lovely beings, are wanting to see the contrast so that we know what not to feel into. Because our feelings are always going to guide us. They're our first and foremost way of intuiting how to be on our path and how to be in alignment with our soul. So when we are feeling bad, we are thinking things and doing things and feeling things that are not in alignment with who we truly are. This is not to blame ourselves. This is to know that the emotional climate that we are allowing at that time, we needing to be moved through so that we can begin to move up that vibrational scale of emotion through our thoughts and through our knowing, our clear knowing, that our soul wants us there, wants us to be back in our hearts back into our trust of the universe. So I had to also come to understand that I am responsible for how I think and most importantly for how I feel. No one can make me feel a certain way. No one can take my power away from me either. And this was a hard one to digest. It was a hard one to know that You know, we always think that people make us feel a certain way. Feelings come from the judgments that we place upon ourselves and the person who is judging us. And whenever they're having these points of anger or resentment or, you know, um, feeling sad or, um, you know, anything that is negative... They simply are not in alignment with what they want, their truth, their wisdom. And sometimes their wants are not congruent with our wants. Beautiful thing of this world. Because we're not meant to always want what other people want. So I'm always the one that decides to take their negativity personally. So I can choose to take it not personally. And I can choose not to take it into my heart. I can be the eye of the tornado, so to speak. Be centered in my heart, standing that they're moving through something at this time. So I find a way back to my own self-respect and self-control. So I can turn to return to a space of self-nurturing 
self-nurturing that is life-enhancing. So remembering that infinite love indwells within us is not really that hard. All we have to do is look at a newborn baby, or better yet, hear one laugh, and know that love indwells us. But the best way to return to self-love is to allow what is, whatever is in your current time frame, allow it to be, and know that it is merely the reflection of the past beliefs and thoughts that no longer serve you. For me, meditation was key to my own self-revelation and is the most sublime form of self-nurturing that I can give to myself. Our soul wants us to nurture ourselves. But we have to quiet our minds and breathe. And of course, breath expands our energetic field It quiets our hearts. It opens our pranic tube, our energy, our light vehicle. And we have to be in the space of allowing all that is to soften up and eventually dissipate. And meditation is that space of allowing where we just join our hearts, our spirits, all that is our source self in breathing, in breath, in expansion. So when the negative feelings toward yourself and others begin to dissipate and change towards forgiveness and higher understanding, we can then move into a space of what I call holy compassion. Compassion can be defined as sympathy or pity for another that leads to an altruistic response. The actual root of the word means suffering together. I would like to actually redefine the word to mean having a sense of respect and honor for the feelings of another or even your own feelings that lead to the suffering while still having a passionate understanding of their own ability to rise above the conditions, judgments, and the perspectives that close our heart down. Face of holy compassion, we actually entrain with the potential to create a new story, a new life, and a new beginning. I truly believe that we are not meant to suffer with people. We are not meant to feel another person's emotions and entrain with them, unless there are higher emotions of joy. We are meant to uplift. And we do this by being that eye of the tornado, by seeing their hearts and knowing that whatever they're moving through is simply what has been created. And they have the ability inside themselves to create something different. So we hold that space for them and that clear knowing. With true compassionate eyes, we see our own human potential or the potential of that other person. 
mirrored through the love and understanding of what is, being okay with what is, being okay with the fact that, huh, I created this. Let's create something different. For every now is a new point of creation. Every now is a new relationship with the universe. And every now we have the ability to raise our consciousness. So compassion is important to opening and awakening the heart, especially self-compassion. I don't believe you have to have holy compassion for another until you've experienced for it yourself. So opening up your heart to yourself and being compassionate towards yourself, seeing that broader perspective is one way of doing this. And being okay with the emotions that you're moving through as they are our grand teachers. So the heart center is this vast oasis that connects us to our divinity. It's the gateway between our earthly self and our heavenly self. Both beautiful aspects of who we are. It governs all of our higher emotions like love, compassion, grace, joy, generosity, appreciation, acceptance warmth, affection, etc. There's many more. I actually teach more about the heart center in my online chakra course, which is all about really accessing that inner wisdom and the healing of our chakra system. This chakra system that we have is an intelligent system that guides us back into the mastery of the earthly plane. I'll tell you a little more about this towards the end of the show. But for now, I know that there is so much more to awakening the heart, but this wisdom alone that I've shared with you will get you started. I want to move right now into the heart wall clearing invocation. See, our hearts have an electromagnetic field around them that can get clogged with negative energies from the beliefs and the thoughts and the emotions that we experience on a daily basis and throughout our life. Our emotional body actually sits in front of our chest. So this invocation will start the process of awakening you to your love of self and others. It will help you to clear away debris, that no longer serves you so that you can live a more heart-centered life. Remember, too, that it's not a fix-all. You have to begin to be more impeccable with your words, your thoughts, and your actions and tell them the new story of love of self and others. You have to begin to self-nurture and love all that you have created, knowing that there's no shame in any miscreations, there's just time to grow and time to see how beautifully it aligned you with what you really wanted in your life. Because by the contrast of what we have experienced, by what we didn't want in our life, we were able to really more clearly define what we wanted. And for me, it was love. It was trust. 
It was clear knowing. It was allowing, being in that space of allowing. So you may have to move through some emotions to do this, but that's okay. Feel them and move on. There's a great book um, called The Language of Emotions. Um, Let's see. I think the author's name is Carla. I have it on my shelf here. McLaren. Carla McLaren. And she's a highly, highly empathic person. And she also suffered from um, sexual abuse. And she talks about this empathic journey that she went through. And she really explains the whole language of our emotions so beautifully and how they are these teachers and how they have these gifts that they um, teach us as we move through them. So each emotion has its value. When we value our emotions, it's okay to feel. It's okay to be a feeler and to love life and to move through them. Of course, our soul always wants us in those higher vibrations always wants us in neutral or above, right? I always want to be in love or above as most, you know, as best as I can, as uh, more often than not. And so each emotion has its vibrational um, frequency. And so love and joy and peace and harmony and grace, those are all higher on the emotional scale higher in frequency, and that's where our soul resides. So let's go ahead and do the invocation now. So for those of you who are listening back to the show and those of you who are on the line now, just take a few moments, get settled in your chair, maybe just straighten up your spine, your back, put your palms up, you know, in a meditation mode, and just take some long inhales, In through your nose, out through your nose. Just say a big ah to release energy. Ah is the sound of the heart. It is a vowel sound that opens the heart. So, ah. Let's do one more. I can actually feel that awe in my heart center. Hopefully you can too. So I'm going to state this invocation and you can repeat it after me. By the power of the I am, of all I am, I ask that each person listening to this show receive healing that will assist them in transmuting any or all of their heart wall through the power of the violet flame and the emerald ray of divine healing. I ask that this healing and transmutation be done in a way that is beneficial at all levels of their being and at a rate and speed appropriate for them. I ask that any trapped emotions and negative thought patterns and or beliefs that no longer serve this individual 
are transmuted and healed at their core in the best way possible. I ask for this or whatever is in their highest good. I ask that each individual's higher self and I am assist them in any way. And lastly, I ask that all of this take place in divine support of each individual's well-being. By the power of I am, so shall it be. So if you agree to this invocation of healing, please say so silently now. And we're just going to take a few minutes just to sit with it, breathe. I'm going to play a little bit of music in the background and just go silent for a few minutes while you breathe. Just focus on your heart center. and be in that space of allowing.
the flame in your heart as well. with this another day too you can go back and listen to the recording and listen to this part again and say the invocation again and be with the presence of your spirit but just being in meditation on a daily basis will begin to help you to balance your energy and open your heart as well so I'm going to open the lines now First, I'm going to say a prayer of connection. I have a, a caller that wants to come on the line, has a question. If anybody else wants to call in at this time, remember the number is 347-327-9995. And please dial 1 in order to get into the question queue. So I call forth my higher self, my I am presence, and my higher level guides and angels who can best serve me in guiding of these individuals today. And I ask to set up a circle of divine holy light around me that allows only divine holy light to connect with me. I ask my higher self and my high in presence to assist me in sweeping aside my ego that I may be a clear receiver of the divine messages and inspiration that will assist these individuals with their desires today. I ask for only the pieces of guidance that best serve these individuals to work with, understand, or integrate in this present time. And I ask that the information come at a rate and speed that is easy for me to interpret and communicate to these individuals. I further call forth each individual's higher self, I am presence, angels, and higher level guides that are most beneficial to serve them today. And at the end of each session, I ask the Holy I Am to clear cords of attachment between myself and the individual I am working with. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. So I'm going to open the line to the caller, 7044. 
Hello, you're online. Hello. Is this Michelle? Yes, it is. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Good. So what is your question for today? So as I was listening to you, I think that I have a pretty fundamental question, actually, because I think that's where I need to begin. So my question is, after being shut down emotionally for so many years, how do I tap into that and where do I begin? There are so many places for me to begin. The compartmentalization of my life, uh, self-love, just tapping into that. But tap into myself again. Where do I begin? Yeah. So let's ask your guidance. Hold on. I already have your birth name and birth date, which you emailed to me. We had a conversation beforehand. And so your guides are coming forward, and they're saying that your feelings are important. And they want you to understand that um, vulnerability is a term that I don't use lightly as a soul because I want us not to be afraid, right, to be out there and being afraid. And the, the feelings are that there, there is vulnerability, right, in being spoken to and guided to in childhood things online right now, like in a really deep way. So they're wanting me to go really deep with you in a problem, and it's a kind of a disassociation from your your body at times, and it's a disassociation from the from the um, from the soul's purpose too, which is to feel through what you want and what you desire, and it's it's like this divine feminine awakening for you, right? This feeling of sharing with intimacy, this bondedness in your life. Did you bond with your parents as you were growing up? Hmm, I think that's a loaded question. I think I uh, uh, lost my mother very early. Well, I mean, um, she was terminally ill most of my life, so I know she loved me dearly, but a lot of fear. Um, and my dad, yes, but he left when I was nine, so I don't know. I guess emotionally bonded is a an interesting term. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for a woman who didn't have that in her journey, and therefore mm-hmm. bonding with a husband, bonding with females even, bonding with your own self is important. That's what meditation is about. But they're wanting you to release anything about lack of intimacy or emotional I want you to have this sort of emotional resiliency in your journey where you can see the feelings that you want. You want to be opened up to people, and you want to do it in a vulnerable space sometimes because with the vulnerability comes the practicality of knowing what you want and seeing who you want to be with. So by contrast that shows up in our journey, we're able to discern through what we really desire. Your guides are saying it's vulnerable to be out there and to be um, empathic, right, and feeling through things. And they use this word lightly because they feel that it's not a negative thing. It's the relationship with your own emotions that you're building. And so you had a little bit of a journey into this sort of um, world of unbondedness and abandonment 
and this came during, you know, crisis in your life. And then there can be this emotional sort of game that is the undercore or the under, um, what's the word, a toe that pulls you back down into I'm not loving myself energy. And so you want to release this lack of um, vulnerability and being okay with the knowing that as you merge with your truest expression of self, the vulnerability will start to go away. And you'll begin to play with more, um, what's the word, relationship healing in this journey. So friendship bonding is first. <clears throat> really having that group of friends that you can count on. Uh, do you feel like you have that in your journey now? I have a couple of very close friends, and I'm just starting to reach out and create friendship bonds, yes. Yeah, so that's really where you want to be right now. It's on your path. <clears throat> and you want to create friendships that are stewards of relationship, too, where they know how to treat people with respect, where they're not in denial for anything, any reason. You know, a bonded group of spiritual people, too, is a nice community to build. And I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm realizing that. Yeah. And they want to ground you in the essence of your own femininity. And that is about feeling things through. And they keep bringing up this term like not in an escapist way where we get so overloaded with spiritual truths and spiritual values and spiritual things that we escape our problems sometimes. So we have to marry that with stewardship of the relationship of our guides and our soul, you know, so that we're not overboarding to the heart either because our heart can be way open, you know, we can be awakening at a fast pace and we can be wanting to meditate meditate too much or <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. So I had journey through that too in the beginning of my journey where I wanted more and more meditation, more and more time alone, more and more time to integrate. And it became a bit ungrounded as I went into enlightenment practices. And I was kind of escaping my own reality and the issues that I had at, at hand, which I needed to be intimate with people, too. I needed to learn that for myself. And so I had to feel through what I wanted. And it is vision time for you, too, as well. It's a vision quest, you know, and, and to commune with nature and to feel again. Feel your healing powers. Feel your soul. Feel the guidance within. These are terms that you would use as a soul. Enlightenment is for other people. You're more on a journey of practicality and stewardship of knowing you and feeling you, like the empath's journey. Okay? I'm more of a Carl Sagan person, <laughs> you know, where I'm, I'm in the ethers and wanting to know what's out there in the universe in the cosmos, but that's my star map. That's my relationship to my soul. Yours is, is more, um, it's a blended approach, and yours is still blending, right? Blending of your higher aspects with your soul. 
with your lower aspects of self. So does this answer what you felt um, you wanted? Does this give you... Hold on, your guides are saying something else. Hold on one second. They want to lean you into a practical advice, which is to take in mentorship and understand what this term means. That when you create a mentor bond, that relationship becomes a... Uh, hold on a joint relationship and partnership that would be bonded to you and your soul and you would learn from the mentor how to relate to your own soul. So they're guiding you to get a mentor of some sort, to learn from somebody who knows about spiritual truths, who understands how to keep themselves more grounded, who can help you to learn to open the heart, use the chakras and all that kind of stuff and bond with people who you really want to serve with. It may not be me. It may be somebody else out there that you felt inclined to ask questions of or bond with. So work with people who you feel are important for you to work with. Your heart will always guide you in this. Okay, so it's a heart lesson journey. There are no really obstacles to overcome, just ways of discerning for you. Ways, ways of discerning. Yeah. Yes. Learning how to discern through all the information that's being poured at you from so many different avenues. Yes. Because there's all these avenues of success. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. So entrain with your heart today. Learn how to guide yourself through the heart. And they'll be there with you. You have two angels that came forward. One feels like a mercy angel. And they're into heart awakening for you. Any classes on that would be good for you, too. Okay? Mercy Angel, and what was the other one? Um, let me see. Uh, hold on. She has a title. It feels more like a freedom angel. Let me ask you if either of these are your guardian angels as well. Yes, they would call them that. Um, They use the term lightly because they mean that the guardian angels that you come with have a certain flavor and a certain expertise, and one would be freedom and then mercy. So those are the two cords of relationship energies that you have um, dealt with in many journeys, mercy and freedom. And so these are why you have these guides. So um, they'll help you with these energies and understanding them. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I spent a lot of time with you today as we didn't have many other callers, but I thank you for coming on and being brave and vulnerable and asking your questions. I'm going to mute you now, um, and if you need any other information, you know how to reach me, okay? You got it. Thanks. So I want to talk briefly about um, the Chakra Healing and Wisdom course. And this is really for people who are feeling out of balance, out of tune with their natural sense of well-being. They're for people who really want to take matters in their own hands and access the wisdom of the chakras so that you can begin to transform your life, enter into 
the areas of self-mastery that each one of these chakras helps us with. And I believe that our hearts do lead us to the right place at the right time. So if you're drawn to the show today or drawn to listening back to the show, I know that your soul is calling you to awaken to the divine intelligence within you. I'm about to launch this new seven-week home study course online. It's called, you know, Healing and Awakening Your Heart um, Through the Chakras. I may change the title. I haven't really (laughs) settled in on it yet, but the basic premise of it is accessing your inner healer through the wisdom of the chakras. And it's a beautiful course um, that I recently went through with a group of individuals who had some pretty amazing results and experiences in the course. So I decided to make it into a home awakening course. So what's included in it is some suggested meditations to access the wisdom of your chakras. There are weekly Trinity energy progression sessions for chakra awakening and balancing. And Trinity is something that has come through to the planet. Um, It works with the energy of the Trinity, the Divine Mother through Mother Mary, the Divine Father aspect through Yeshua, and the Divine Creation energy, the trine aspects of God. And this works with the full spectrum of Divine Consciousness available to us on Earth right now, whereas like Reiki and some other modalities might only work with a certain bandwidth of that. This is um, a return to oneness, this system. It is about understanding the connection to the soul and the heart. It's about letting go. It is truly about raising your consciousness. And so you'll be using that as often as you like. You'll have access to this throughout your life. You can go back to the recordings, which is a wonderful thing for you if you're on a spiritual journey. There's also going to be ancient techniques for chakra awakening and stabilizing that I'll offer you and and knowledge. Each chakra's purpose is and its function. Knowledge about what what areas of self mastery we're here to um, to step into and govern. And I use this term lightly because we are all masters already. We just haven't accessed it. And we do it through meditation. We access this wisdom through our quieting of our minds, and an allowing of that access. So you'll also be having sound healing and toning techniques that will help with your chakras, and you'll learn about these tenets for living, these principles for living an abundant life of joy and love and purpose. So the cost of this for the people listening to this show, that's either now live or back, if you download this later, is two ninety seven, or three payments of $99. If you've listened to this show, I will also give you a 30-minute private session with me. That's $175 value. That's only for the first 10 who commit from this show. All you have to do is email me at mariegheart at hearttransformations.com saying that you're interested in the chakra course for this special offer price. And then I will contact you and we'll set up the payments. 
So I hope that you will join me in this journey. It is a blessed journey. It is for anybody who is ready to commit to their soul, commit to their own healing powers, for everything that we need to heal ourselves is within us. It is something that you can move through at your own pace and in a way that is graceful and in a way that is purposeful. Why I love this downloadable version so that you can go at your own pace. And if you need the added help, then I'm here for you in that 30-minute session at any point during your journey in this course. So that's it for today. I do want to mention um, next week's shows on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio and Johnny Tan, who's the producer of my show, um, on July 12th, will be interviewing an award-winning author, Carol Brody Fleet. And she is an authority on grief, loss, and life adversity recovery. So Carol has contributed to the iconic Chicken Soup for the Soul series and has made regular guest appearances on the radio shows and television that are well-known. And Carol and Johnny will be discussing her latest book, When Bad Things Happen to Good Women. It is a unique and fresh approach to learning how to successfully cope with and move forward from many of life's challenges that women at all ages face in today's world. So for additional information about this show, you can go to fmmktalkradioshow.com. Thank you all for listening to the show today and for being on the show live, and also for those who are downloading the shows. I really appreciate that. That does help Johnny and his um, ratings, and of course, it helps to spread love. It helps to uh, share those recordings with people who you feel might benefit from them. I always love and appreciate that. Be generous as you go out into the awakening of your heart, because the heart is generous. But know this comes from a balanced heart not from obligation. So give from a space of true, authentic love, love for that person, not out of obligation. When your heart is full, you can give more. Open up to warmth. Celebrate your own inner warmth. Bond with your soul. Bond with other people. Be affectionate. Be affectionate to yourself, too. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a big hug. Nurture. Open up to intimacy. First, be intimate with yourself. As you are intimate with yourself and you bond with your heart space, it's really a lot easier to be intimate with other people. Then you feel less vulnerable in that way. Also understand that your heart has its own emotional intelligence. Right? It's is the gateway between heaven and earth, as I explained, but it has its own neurons and it thinks. So as you focus there, you can gain access to wisdom. So be open to all the things that can come your way. The angels of mercy and the angels of harmony, the angels that are with us today, they want us to just breathe through the heart. They want us to awaken pace that is supportive of our own joy. So follow your bliss. 
follow what's in harmony with you. My teachings are different as they go deep into the wound and deep into the heart and deep into the joy of being human. They go deep into the law. And this is a fertile ground for many people. This is not for everyone, though. Not everybody is ready to know all this. But for everyone on earth, we want to be in joy. We want to know our purpose. And we want to be open to the path of least resistance towards that. And our heart is a guiding thing. Our angels want us to celebrate and and be in the intelligence of the divine ways of Mother Mary and, of course, of our father aspect as well and know our masculine and feminine approaches. These are all in our heart, all these approaches. So I know that it's time to surrender to on earth, to the mass awakening that we're going through, and we're all wanting to walk into these enlightened realms and we're all wanting to be abundant and we're all wanting to have this flow of, of our own inner counsel. And therefore your angels and spirit guides are there for backup. They're there for helping you with a sort of scaffolding of what you want to create and what you want to transcend. They're saying less is more as the time is dwindling down and the hour is now complete. Um, they would like us as human beings to plan and to to see all that we need and write out questions for your guides, and they'll be there for us. Namaste. So thank you again for listening, and of course you can always go to my website to find out more about me. That's hearttransformations.com. There is an S on the end of that. And also there is a free gift there, Healing and Awakening Your Heart. It's an MP3 series. Feel free to download it. It will sign you up for my newsletter where you can find out more about what's going on with heart transformations. And, of course, listen to um, the words of my angels and guides and my blog articles that will help you to transcend your issues. We're all on this journey together. We're all intricately tied together through a mass heart wave, I call it. And so those of you who are connecting to this material are wanting it. Please move forward and take the steps with good stewardship and love of self. Namaste.